Hey guys, welcome to Feed Your Faith. I'm your host, Courtney Kopek, and on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing a little intimate detail on just how God opened my eyes this weekend on a getaway I had with my husband towards really letting go, letting him and love my body a little bit more. I'm also going to be sharing tips on how you can be doing the same so that you are really giving yourself an opportunity to receive more blessings and live your life with greater body acceptance and less food obsession. But before we start the program, I just have a few quick announcements to make, and then we can jump right on into the podcast. Welcome to Feed Your Faith. I'm your host, Courtney Kopak, and I'm a Christian food and body image coach. I spent most of my life hating my body and feeling frustrated with food. Then God stepped in and showed me something so supernatural in his word, it transformed my life forever. Now I have peace around food and feel comfortable in my body. I am teaching female followers of Christ all over the world how to find this exact same food freedom through a deeper faith in Jesus. Join me in fellowship here every week as I discuss biblical scriptures directed towards how to treat and love our own bodies, as well as share personal struggles and thoughts around food and body image and the role God plays in both. I also talk with other women of faith who share their personal stories and wisdom around God's grace in putting a final end to their own food and body image drama. This episode is brought to you by my free seven-day devotional, Seven Steps to Food Freedom Through Faith. If you're ready for some answered prayers around your food struggles and body image issues and want to start living abundantly in the life God has waiting for you, where you are truly free from binging, food restricting, and yo-yo dieting, get my free seven-day devotional, Seven Steps to Food Freedom Through Faith. Go to CourtneyKopech.com slash sign up for free devotional. That's CourtneyKopech.com slash sign up for free devotional. And now let's get to the podcast. Time flies when you're fat because you're never in the present moment. You're always looking ahead. You're always looking towards when the weight will be gone, right? Because you don't want to be in the present moment. You don't want to be comfortable in the body that you have. The body that you have is not the body that you want. So it's constantly living in the future, Fat is not the future. Thin is the future. So time flies. Have you ever looked at a picture of yourself from a year ago and been like, I can't believe I still look the same. (laughs) I have been trying to lose weight all this time and I look the same. All this, a year has gone by and I still have not lost this weight. And meanwhile, you wonder, where did this year go? I don't feel like I was present in it at all. I feel like I just spent the entire time dieting. That has been way too often my story. I have missed years of my life 
focusing so much on just getting thin, losing weight, being fitter, and not really getting anywhere with it. You know, it's so funny to me, like the dieting industry, those commercials out there, get fit, get healthy, get happy, get your life back again. Go on this diet. They don't tell you the truth. The truth is it should be more about be ready to lose relationships. Get ready to start hating yourself. Be prepared to get hungry all the time. That's the truth. That's really what dieting is about. The biggest thing I noticed when I am focused on trying to change my body, I am focused on nothing else. And my relationship with my life becomes all about me. I was getting ready to go on a vacation with my husband recently. We were just taking like this mini break away. And what happens when events come into my life is that I make it all about me. It's like, okay, what am I going to wear on the trip? I have to get some cute new outfits. I really focus on what I'm going to buy. I mean, I'll spend hours looking on the internet for the perfect outfits. I'll envision myself. Where are we? Are we out to dinner? What does the restaurant look like? What am I wearing in the restaurant? You guys might think I'm crazy, but this is what I do. I make the trip all about what I'm wearing. And the reason I do this is because I'm so self-conscious about how I look that I need to make sure I feel comfortable in what I'm wearing because I don't feel comfortable the I don't feel comfortable in my weight. I said it. There it is. I don't feel comfortable in my weight, so I have to make sure I feel comfortable in what I wear. And so I obsess about it. It's not about the vacation. It's not about going and spending time with my husband. It's about buying money I don't even necessarily have to spend to wear clothes that I don't need in order to look a certain way in front of people I don't know so that I can falsely feel comfortable in a place I've never been. And what happens is I get there, I self-consciously put on the new clothes. I still feel exactly the same. I don't necessarily feel beautiful. I don't necessarily feel better about myself. I need my husband to tell me 50 times that my dress looks good on me. And I spend the entire evening sitting there hoping that I look pretty while I worry about what I'm going to order to eat. I don't focus on my husband. I don't think of conversation to have. If I do, in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking about what am I eating? What do I look like? That is what my life is like when I'm dieting. That is what my life is like when I'm focused 
on my body. It is totally self-centered and not at all a life of freedom. So recently, as I've been really struggling, some of you know that I put on this extra weight as I've been taking these meds that randomly make you fatter. So fun, by the way. You got to love how doctors are out there telling you, you have to lose weight. Your BMI is too high. And at the same time, they're giving you prescription meds that make you get fatter. Um, it's all such baloney. But I'm going to digress on that topic right now and stick to the one at hand, which is that I've been taking a medication that makes me gain weight no matter what I eat. And I thought I could handle it. And then I kept gaining weight beyond a weight that I felt really quite comfortable in. And so I've had to really reassess the situation and realized that um, maybe I'm not quite as comfortable as I thought I was as a body positive um, advocate because suddenly... I'm in a body that I'm not super positive about. <laughs> and it's been a journey, but it's been a journey that I have really been glad God has given me. And though the beginning was rough, I'm coming through it with much more grace, much more poise much more self-assurance and just really knowing myself and knowing God more. Um, and so on this recent trip that my husband and I took, I found myself doing the same sort of like shopping, obsessively looking for stuff, but I was much more aware of the reason why I was doing it this time. And... I bought this dress that my husband had picked out. I tried it on. I felt like I just looked horrific in it. We all have those things about our bodies that we don't like. For me, I've got giant arms and I gained weight in my arms. I've got kind of large breasts and it was like just this one cluster train wreck of big arms and boobs all across. And it was like, all you could see when I put the dress on. It just made no sense. Didn't look good at all. He thought I looked beautiful, which was very sweet of him. But point is, I decided to return the dress. And then I, we were leaving in two days and I'm like, okay, I have to find a new dress to wear. And then the other part of me was like, Courtney, no, you don't. Like you have one dress, you're fine. You don't have to get another one. Like, you don't have to have two dresses to wear out. You can just be in one dress. And I started getting manic about it. Like, I was like, I'm going to drive an hour away to the anthropology. I'm going to look in the sale rack. I'm going to take the twins with me. I don't care if they're freaking out. I don't care if they're, like, on the floor throwing a fit. I'm taking them into anthropology with me. I have to get a new dress. I was manic about it because I couldn't stand the idea of not having a second outfit to wear on our second night there that wasn't brand new. 
that's how uncomfortable I felt. I couldn't wear anything that was old in my closet because it was when I was a little bit smaller. And the idea of trying to even put it on and see if it still fit, the anxiety that caused me. I don't know if any of you are familiar, you know, with when you've gained weight and you see some old clothes that you think may or may not fit, but you're like, eh, I don't know if I can handle even figuring this out right now. But that's how I was. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to put that on because if it doesn't fit, I'm not going to be a happy lady. And I just need to not even test this out right now. And I just sort of like stopped myself in the moment. And I said, Courtney, this vacation is not about you and your clothes. This vacation is about you and your husband taking some time away. And you need to make this about your husband. You need to make this about spending time with your husband and not about your body. Like you have every other vacation you've ever gone on. It's not about your body. It's not about what other people think of your body. It's not about what other people think of what you're wearing and how your body looks in that outfit. Which, P.S., nobody even really cares to begin with. It's about your relationship with your husband. And this was totally God speaking to me. And it was like one of the very few times I actually really listened. And I said, you know what, Lord, you're right. I have to start facing these issues. I have to start recognizing that these are problems I'm carrying around. These are body problems. These are self-esteem issues that I have that I need to start giving over to you and letting go of and just seeing where you lead me. And it was really scary. It was really, really scary to go on the vacation and continually tell myself on the drive up there, as we're shopping around, once we got to the inn, getting dressed for dinner, like I just continually had to remind myself, this is not about you. This is not about you. Not an easy thing to do when most of my life has been focused on me and my body. And it doesn't matter whether I'm thinner or heavier. It's still a focus on my body. Even when I'm thinner, it's like, how do my arms look? How flat does my stomach look in this dress? How am I looking in this outfit? And this is not a woman who knows who her worth in Christ. This is not a woman who is living by grace. This is a woman who believes that she is not enough. This is a woman who believes that she needs to be changed. This is a woman who lives by fear. This is a woman who has doubts about how God created her. 
This is a woman who listens to what the world tells her about herself. And it's not a woman that I want to be. But I've been trapped for so long as this woman. Because it's the only woman I know how to be. And the only way to be free from this woman is to deny her. That is it. You want to know how to get free from your food obsession. You want to know how to get free from your body obsession. You have to deny yourself. You can't pick and choose the areas you're going to do it in. You can't decide the way it's going to be done. You can't decide the way it's going to look. Those are things that God will let you know how to get that work done. And then God will give you the strength to do it. I didn't know when I was planning this trip with my husband that this was going to be the trip where I was going to stop obsessing over my body. Just like I didn't know that when I gained weight from this medicine, I was going to go backwards and start having body issues again. I thought I was over that. But God lets us know our journey. And when he still has work to be done in us, he will let us know that too. So here's how the weekend went. Was I perfect? No. Did I still ask my husband to tell me a million times how I looked in my new gorgeous white anthropology dress? Because I'm obsessed with anthropology? Yes. Did I get chocolate lava cake sauce on the sleeve of my white anthropology dress? Yes. Was that probably a sign from God that maybe I never should have bought the dress to begin with? Probably. But I paid attention to my husband at dinner. I ordered what I wanted from the menu and I didn't worry about it. My husband said to me the next day, I have not seen you eat that much food in a long time. And I didn't care. He wasn't saying it to be mean. He was proud of me. My husband wants me to eat. He was proud of me because he wants to go out and enjoy a meal with me. He wants to see me eat dessert. He wants to see me happy. And when I'm dieting, I'm not my best self. 
I'm very concerned. I'm very uptight. I'm very inward focused. And I don't listen. I don't pay attention to the present moment because every thought I have is geared towards getting a better body. And the better body exists in the future. And that's where my thoughts are. So I ate. I had dessert. I had moments where I was worried about what I looked like. I still wore Spanx that barely even fit me. Did I cry about it? No. I just sucked in a little bit more. And believe me, I hate the fact that I even put Spanx on. I don't want to be someone who wears Spanx. I don't believe in them. It's just more, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like they're just even more bondage, you know? Like, why do we even have to wear Spanx? Yeah, I got some rolls. I have muffin top. Let it, let it chill. Let it hang out there. Why do I have to cover it up with a suction cup around my waist? But I also can say I'm not there yet. I was having a low self-esteem day, so I pulled out the Spanx. That's okay. I don't have to berate myself because I'm not perfectly obsessed and in love with the body that I currently have. The goal here is not to think that every ounce of your body is absolutely gorgeous and perfect. I don't know if that'll ever happen. I'm not sure. There's not a part of anywhere in my life that I think is absolutely gorgeous and perfect. I'm continually unhappy in some area. I think that's just being human. The goal here is to be awake. The goal here is to let God in. The goal here is to have a communication with God, to have a relationship with God about how you feel about your body and not to be the one trying to sail the boat. So the next day, my husband and I went downstairs for breakfast, and I wasn't really hungry, but I wanted to eat. Um, there were pancakes. I hadn't had pancakes in so long, and they looked so delicious. They were, like, so fluffy and the little dollar-sized ones, and I was in Vermont, and the maple syrup is delicious there, so I was like, I'm going to have a pancake. Um... And there was this really nice, delicious, warm bread and some jam. And I thought, I'm going to have that too. And even though I wasn't really hungry, I still ate. And this was a moment where I didn't listen to my body. I chose to go with what my mind was telling me instead. And later on, I ended up regretting it. I regretted it because I didn't feel very good. I also was eating a lot of 
foods that I wasn't used to eating very often. Um, and they weren't just like settling with me very well. And the night before I had a bunch of Cosmos and some tequila. So that probably wasn't helping. Um, and then we went to lunch and we went to a brewery and I had some beers and I ate nachos, which I haven't had in the longest time, huge plate of nachos. And I had fried pickles and I had, um, calamari. I mean, everything was fried and, I started experiencing anxiety later on that night. And I knew it was coming from the fact that I had eaten large amounts of food that were very heavy, full of calories in a very short time span. You know, it wasn't like I just went to one dinner and had a cheeseburger and some nachos and a few beers and then that was it. It was two days in a row of some serious eating. I really just let myself have whatever seemed like I should have. And I kind of started freaking out a bit about it because the medicine that I'm on, I gain weight so easily just eating regularly. And it was like, oh my gosh, what is this going to do to my body now? Because this is like beyond regular eating, you know? And I didn't want to say anything to Jason because he's like so sick of, he doesn't want to hear me talk about my body. He loves my body. He loves me no matter what. I'm very blessed in that way. So rather than sit there and experience this anxiety, I did something that felt really empowering. I took it to God. I mean, I could have let this ruin the rest of my trip. I could have stayed up all night feeling sorry for myself, shameful, guilty, disgusted with myself. And instead, I decided to bring it to God. And in my mind, I was just like, God, you know, I know one thing I always tell my clients is that like one day, two days, a few days of like eating like that is not the end of the world. You know, you're going to go home or you're going to get back into your groove and you're going to be fine. But right now I'm feeling a lot of fear about this because it's not a way of eating that I feel I'm in control with. I'm worried about how my body's going to handle this food. I don't trust my body in this moment with the food that I have given it. And I didn't feel well. My body was not reacting well to the food because it was food that it wasn't used to getting. Um, I eat very differently at home. And I just felt very out of control, very out of place. And it was like no adorable outfit was going to resolve these feelings I was having. And like, 
I just remember thinking, Courtney, you're going to go back home. You're not going to be here anymore. And in another week, this is all going to be behind you. And how much are you really going to regret having eaten what you ate? How much of it is it actually going to be on your mind? In a week, are you still going to be thinking about the fact that you had three beers, nachos, and calamari? And I thought, probably not. And God was telling me, you know what? That was lunch. The bread was breakfast. And we're here now. Four o'clock in the afternoon. And why are we having this conversation? God is all about the present moment. Now, I did not check in with God when I sat down with my husband at that lunch to see, like, what's a good option here for me, Lord? Should I have these nachos? Should I have these pretzels with beer cheese sauce? Should I have three beers? I didn't want to. I wanted to throw caution to the wind. I wanted to live in the moment, um, but minus God. <laughs> you know, I, I just wanted to be very free. But I ate foods that I felt I should have choose because they weren't foods that I felt I'm allowed to have. That doesn't mean they were necessarily foods I actually wanted. I eat so much salad at home. I love salad. Salad's actually my favorite food to eat. I wanted something different. I didn't want to get a salad. I don't like sandwiches. I've always loved nachos. So that's why I went with the nachos. You know, and I didn't want to sit there and break down and listen to my body and really try to like analyze everything. I just wanted to order a bunch of like fried garbage and shovel it all in because I hadn't done that in a long time. And I wanted to just have that moment with my husband, just be that couple, have tons of beer and a lot of fried food. And why I didn't think that it was going, like it wasn't going to make me sick, I don't know. I don't know why it came as a surprise to me. It's kind of crazy. So I shouldn't have been shocked when at four o'clock later on, I was feeling like garbage. It wasn't the garbage part that bothered me though. It was the fact that the garbage part could have meant I was getting fatter. I was equating the garbage part to weight gain. And that's what made me freak out. If I felt like garbage and got on the scale and still weighed the exact same, I wouldn't have cared. But I thought garbage equals weight gain. And it freaked me out. So what was I doing in that moment? I was thinking in the past and thinking in the future and not being in the present moment. Past was the lunch I ate. Future was the weight I was going to gain. I was not in the present moment. And God was like, you got to get in the present moment here. You're not home. You haven't gotten on the scale. We're not even there yet. You don't even know what's going to happen. 
and you already ate the lunch, there's nothing you can do about it. What are you doing here right now? You're here on vacation with your husband. So stop thinking about the food you ate. Stop worrying how it's going to affect your belly, your butt, your arms, your thighs. And look over at the man you love and go snuggle next to him and have a conversation with that man and stop thinking about your darn body for once. That is what God said to me. And I listened to him and I shut it down. I didn't want to waste my moments on my vacation Moments I could never have back. Parts of my life that were passing me by with more body baloney. I didn't want to dwell on it. I didn't want the dieting mind to steal my time with my husband. To steal my joy with the man I love. And let me tell you, it has done it over and 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 over again. Not just with my husband. It has stolen it from time with my friends, time with my family, time at work, time with my children. Many, many vacations. Because vacation time is all about wearing cute clothes and eating tons of food. So I put it away. I put it away. God told me what to do, and I was released from it. I laid down my burden. Do you understand that? I laid it down. Did it try to creep back in again? Of course it did. But I just said, I'm in the present moment. I'm not going to worry about that. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to be with my husband. Focus on Jason. Focus on Jason. Focus on Jason. If I had to say it a million times over, I had to say it a million times over. But I was not going to focus on my body. Focusing on others is showing love to God. It's part of being a worshiper of our Lord, giving attention to others, loving on them, blessing them. And when we're inward focused, we can't do that. Later on that night, the next question arose of whether or not we were going to get dinner. And I had to decide if I was hungry. And believe it or not, it was a very hard question for me. I had to really tune in and try to figure out, was I still full from lunch? 
Was I so disgusted from lunch that I had no appetite? Or was I actually kind of hungry? It can be difficult when we eat foods we don't feel comfortable with afterwards to later on decide if we actually want to have another meal. If I had gone deeper into the dwelling of my own, my own world, I don't think I would have done dinner. I would have felt more control over the situation by skipping dinner and just going to bed. I would have felt healthier. I would have felt cleaner. I would have felt vindicated by waking up with a hungry, empty stomach, knowing I had gone to bed, not allowing myself to eat anything. I probably would have even been in a better mood. I maybe even would have skipped breakfast. But I was there with my husband and I knew my husband wanted dinner because he ate like a normal person and normal people get hungry for dinner. And I wanted to do what we would have done if I didn't have any body image issues at all. I wanted to do what I would have done if I were looking to please the Lord. And I know that the Lord would not want me to skip dinner if I were hungry. So I thought about it for a while. And I expressed to my husband that I was experiencing anxiety over dinner because I was. The thought of putting more food into my body scared me. And it was in that moment where I realized this is a real problem. I don't think I recognized how big of an issue I still have with food until this weekend. I really thought that I had come to a place of serenity and peace. And I, I, I definitely think I've gotten so much better than I used to be. But see, we can always fall backwards. We can always tumble into old behaviors. It doesn't take much to throw us right back to where we used to be. It's very easy to get comfortable and then have God come along and just take us out of our comfort zone and bring us somewhere that's even more challenging. That says, you know, you get almost like hoity-toity in where you're at. Like, ah, I've got it all figured out. I'm cool. And then God comes along and he says, really? Do you really have it all figured out? Well, let me put you over here. How do you handle this? And... Um, I just thought, this is nuts. I mean, I, this is nuts. I'm, I'm experiencing this anxiety over just like whether or not we're going to have some more food to eat for dinner. Like, come on. 
So I, I used what I use in my coaching and, and blessed be the Lord that I have the ability to use my tools. I do have tools. I knew what to do. And I said, all right, let's go down the list. Number one, tune in. Tune in. Tune in Tokyo. Oh, I didn't tune in Tokyo, but you know what I mean. Figure it out. Am I hungry? And I listened and it took a, it took a few minutes. I really had to listen hard to my stomach. And I thought, yeah, I'm hungry. I can tell. Okay, you're hungry. You need food. Question number two, what's it going to be? Well, I knew we were getting pizza. Now I could get a salad or I could get a pizza. And I thought, I don't want salad. So I went with the pizza. And I really had God, like, help me on this. I mean, he was with me. It was like, all right, God, look at this menu with me. What do you think? What are we going to do tonight? And I said, I'm thinking pizza. And God was like, I will go with you. I will be there. I will neither leave you nor forsake you. Let me tell you this right now. All those scriptures, all those promises that God makes in the Bible with us, it's not just for the big stuff. It's right down to the pepperoni pizzas that we order and are scared out of our minds to actually eat because we're afraid they're going to make us fat. God cares about that. God is with you when you order that pizza and God is with you when you're eating that pizza, holding your hand through the whole thing. And I called up and I ordered those pizzas and it was time to go pick them up. And God was like, all right, girl, let's do this. You got it. I'm right here with you all the way. And I ate the pizza and I was calm and I had peace and I ate until I was full. I didn't overeat. I didn't undereat. And when I was done, I put the pizza box away and it was like, I'm cool. I felt fine. No shame, no guilt. Because I thought, if God's on my side with this pizza, how can I possibly fear? How can I possibly be concerned about anything if God is right here with me, watching me eat this greasy slice of pepperoni pizza? I went to bed the next morning I woke up and I didn't even think about that pizza I had the night before. Didn't even think about it. Not once did it pop into my head. I am telling you, it was like nothing had ever happened. Went downstairs to eat breakfast again. This time I decided to have nothing. The choice had zero to do with the fact that I had eaten pizza. I literally didn't eat anything because I was not hungry and because my stomach was still a little bit off from all the greasy fried food I ate. There was no shame or guilt influencing my decision whatsoever. I had 100% peace about it. There is a huge difference in that choice. 
than there is in the choice you make about not eating something because you are afraid you're going to get fat. Weight gain played zero role in my decision to not have breakfast. I have not weighed myself. I have not taken any measurements. My pants are still buttoning. But here's what I told myself since coming back from that trip. If I were to have gained weight on it, it's in God's hands. I don't want to be in control of my body and how it looks, how it handles fat, how it handles calories, how it handles sugar, how it handles carbs, how it puts on muscle, anymore. Because the truth is, I'm not. God is the only one in control of my body. God created my body. He made my body to function the way my body functions. And he's in control of anything that goes wrong with my body. He's in control of what happens with my body if I have to take medicine that affects my body, that affects the weight of my body, that affects the way my body processes things that affect the weight of my body. It is all in God's control. And quite frankly, the reality is none of it actually matters in the realm of God's holiness. None of it actually matters in the plans that God has for making the world a better place for, for you know, for me to be reaching out and trying to be a disciple, for me to be a blessing to others. My journey with my weight has been a blessing to others, but it's also been such a dark road for me. And in many ways, I'm ashamed of the fact that I have allowed so much energy to go into what I look like. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm disappointed that I've cared what I look like. I mean, I think that as women, part of what makes us women is that we love beauty and we are beauty, you know? Um, and we take pride in, in looking nice and there's nothing wrong with that. It's when we make it an obsession. It's when we, when all of our self-worth goes into looking a certain way, when our eyes are torn away from God and so focused on how we are looking. 
when it's what we think about all the time. It's when we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. That's the part that rips me apart. That's the part where I'm like, ugh, man, I can't believe that I got so wound up in it, you know, that it became so valuable to me, so important to me, such an idol to me. That it stole so much time from me. Why? Why has this thing become so important? Why do I care that much? I think that in order to undo all the mess involved with it, it just means so much that you have to really start focusing in on finding your value in in God. Trusting your body with God. Trusting your relationships with God. Because being fat, being heavier, being a different weight than what you feel you're supposed to be or what you feel you would like to be. You worry how that's going to affect your relationships. You worry how people will perceive you. If you didn't worry about that, you wouldn't care about what you weighed. Let's face it. The fear of gaining weight is really the fear of being judged, the fear of not being respected, not being loved, not being honored. That is what it breaks down to. We are human beings. We seek love. We seek affirmation. We seek acceptance. And fat people are not accepted. So it takes a very strong woman to turn around and say, I don't care if you don't like what you see. I know who I am in Christ. And that is not work that is meant to be done by you. That is all work that comes from God working through you. And that is where the patience comes in. Dieting is like, it's funny, you know. When it comes to our bodies, the only thing we really know is dieting. Dieting gives us a very simple, well, not necessarily simple because it's extremely hard to stick to, but it, it comes with a plan. Do step A, B, and C and watch the weight fall off. 
you know, eat A, B, and C and watch the weight fall off. There's a plan. Follow the plan, see the results. They make it sound very simple. Um, God does not give us a plan for reversing the dieting mind. God doesn't come to us and say, okay, Susan so-and-so, here's plan, follow steps one, two, three, and you will see yourself no longer care about what you weigh. You know, God gets underneath all the surface stuff. And he really works on the deep, deep, deep inner things that are going on. Our problem when it comes to our weight and our food issues runs so much deeper than just, oh, I don't like how much I weigh. I want to be thinner. There's a lot more going on there. And one of the biggest things is, God wants a deeper relationship with you. And this is one of the ways he's going to get it. And I think that that can be a point that we miss. You know, we just want to be healed. I just don't want to binge anymore. I just don't, you know, want to be fat anymore. I just don't want to be anorexic anymore, you know. And we kind of get like, oh, yeah, and I know I've got some issues. And, yes, I want God to work on those too. But we don't recognize the fact that God is like, hey, I want to be in a deeper relationship with you. And I'm going to use this as an opportunity to have that happen. God does the guiding. God does the leading. Our job is to do the seeking. Our job is to be looking for him. Our job is to be talking to him. Our job is to be going to him, bringing things to him. You know, it's like I mentioned before about the pizza. And God's like, I'm right there with you. I'm going with you to the pizza shop. I'm getting in the car with you. I'm with you as you put the pizza on your lap. Because every single moment as I experience that whole pizza, whatever, trip, I had anxiety. But I had anxiety with God with me. And that's better than having anxiety alone. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have to know that God is with you. You can't just like know it in some ethereal way. Yes, I know God is with me. You have to know it. You have to talk to him. You have to make him a part of your every day. You can't just say a prayer in the morning and then go on and have lunch in the afternoon and not invite him to come sit down with you, whether you're eating a salad or barbecue chicken. Make him a part of your meals. Make him a part of your workout. Make him a part of your relationships. If you've got a husband who's calling you fat, who tells you you need to lose weight, make God a part of that. Tell him, you know what, God? Joe told me I'm fat again today. It really hurts. And I don't know what to do about it. You may not hear something from God, 
It doesn't matter. The point is you opened the door. You let God in. And as you do that, you will start experiencing more and more and more communication with him. You will start feeling more and more and more and more guidance from him. And you will start experiencing more and more and more acceptance of yourself. It, I don't know how to explain how it works, but it does work. This is what has really helped me. You know, I freaked out about my position. You know, here I am, a, a body image and, and food healing coach. And all of a sudden, I'm being challenged with my own food and body image issues again. And I really had to step back. I mean, I wasn't blogging. I wasn't podcasting. I wasn't communicating in my Facebook group. You know, I was depressed. I'm like, God, you know, I guess I'm a sham because I, I'm back at square one here. And these ladies count on me and, and I can't go out there anymore because I'm not who I said I was. And God really led me to just be honest with you girls. You know, we're all on this journey together and we're all human. And I think a lesson to be learned is that you can conquer something, but you have to be humble enough to recognize that you may have to go over that mountain again. <laughs> um, you know, weight is a finicky thing. And uh, it changes on us. Our bodies are constantly changing. It's not like it's not like school where you just pass a grade and you never have to go back to that grade again. You know, it's 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 not like a work project where you finish the project and you never have to do the project again. Our bodies are something that we live in and they are always changing on us. And we have to be willing to accept the changes that come all the time. And so I felt like it was really important to just tell you girls what was up, you know, that like my body changed on me again and I had to learn to accept again that, uh, I didn't look the way I had looked before. Um, so now I'm back on the road of acceptance and let me tell you, it's a lot easier than the first time around. So that's a good thing. Perhaps it gets easier every time. I have no idea. Um, I'm 38. I'm starting to see wrinkles on my face and that's another kind of acceptance. So I'm not sure if that's going to be easier than accepting weight gain. Um, but you know, God's with me no matter what. And I have to continually remind myself that I am loved by the high King. I am a daughter of the high King. And my purpose on this planet is not to be a bobble. It is not to be a thing. 
to be changed and manipulated for the purpose of somebody else's pleasure. I'm not here to be arm candy. I'm not here to be gawked at and stared at and redesigned in somebody else's eyes. I'm a living, breathing, beautifully designed woman. And I'm exactly as I'm supposed to be. And I need to live that very freely. I need to live my purpose out very openly and freely. And if I'm not doing that, then I am not living God's plan for my life. And I'm kind of poo-pooing on God. You know, every time we compare ourselves to somebody else, we're poo-pooing on God. We're saying, I don't think you did a good enough job with me, Lord. Why could I not have gotten her body? It's very much, you know, beauty is so much in the eye of the beholder. It really is. And you have to decide what you see as beauty. You get to decide that. And are you going to let the world tell you what's beautiful? Or are you going to let God tell you what's beautiful? Because God says all creatures, great and small, are beautiful. Anything he has created is beautiful. And if you're not living that truth, then you're not living in the Lord. You have to own it, girls. You're beautiful. You're absolutely stunningly gorgeous. You have to believe it. If you have a heart for God, you are the most beautiful, gorgeous thing on this earth. That is how God sees you. That's how the angels see you. That's how Jesus sees you. It doesn't matter how man sees you. And that is hard because those are who we live amongst right now. Men, right? People. But that's the challenge. Jesus says so in the Bible. That's the challenge. We have to live here on earth, and it's going to be tough. We're going to be rejected. We're going to be made fun of. We're going to be called all sorts of things. But we have to keep our eyes on God. The hard work is for you to keep your eyes on God. And the way you keep your eyes on God is by building a relationship with him. It's not just by going to church on Sunday. It's not just by having prayer time in the morning. It's not just by having a prayer before you go to bed. It is by including God in every single thing you do all day long. It is by making God your buddy and by being completely open and honest with God. We hide things from God. We're ashamed of stuff. We don't want to talk to God about our messy stuff. But that's how you follow him. That's the way you do it. That's what works. You got to let God in. 
You can't hear God if you're not letting him in. It doesn't work. I tried to complain to my husband about my weight. You know, when we start gaining weight or we're not really happy with the way we're looking and we have a significant other, sometimes we complain. Oh, I don't look good in these jeans. I'm so fat. I've gained so much weight. I'd be like, I hate this medicine. You know, I'm looking for sympathy. I want someone to get on the pity pot because that's where I was. I don't know how many of you are on the pity pot. I talk about the pity pot all day long. Let me tell you right now, God is not on the pity pot. He will sit across from you while you sit on the pity pot, but he's not going to get on the pity pot with you. He'll hear you while you're on the pity pot. He will hear what you have to say, but God will not get down to the level of the pity pot with you. God is, we don't have a pity pot, God. We do not. And it is so easy. See, Satan loves the pity pot. Satan will get on that pity pot with you. He'll be like, oh, girl, I know. I hear you. I know how it is. Doesn't it suck? Because he wants us to feel bad about ourselves. Because when we feel bad about ourselves, we are not empowered. We are disempowered. And when we are disempowered, we do not take hold of the power of Christ who lives inside us. We do not have peace when we are disempowered. And that is what Satan wants. He wants us to live peaceless, joyless, unhappy, unfulfilling lives. Total opposite of what God has for us. I want to remind you, when you have Christ Jesus living in you, you already have peace in you. You already have joy in you. You have to take hold of it. It's there waiting for you. It's not something you have to go down some long path to find. But we don't get that because we're not used to having things so amazing just available to us like that. We feel like we have to go on this long, dark journey, this dramatic journey to earn it because that's what life is like. Everything you have to earn and it's so hellish. God is not like that. We have a God of grace, a God of mercy, a God of forgiveness, a God of love. He just gives it to us. All we have to do is take hold of it. Have you ever just stood up and said, you know what? Forget it. I'm just accepting this body. I'm just going to accept this body today. Forget it. I'm not going to say a single bad thing about myself today. And the minute you start thinking bad thoughts, you're like, nope, forget it. I am beautiful. Have you ever done that? Have you ever felt how empowering that is? How all of a sudden you feel so at peace? You feel a little bit of joy? And it feels so awkward. It feels so unusual. And it's almost like, whoa, I don't know if I can handle this. This is a weird feeling. I don't know if I deserve this feeling. That is the key right there. I don't know if I deserve this feeling. 
let me tell you right now, if you believe that Jesus is your savior, you deserve that feeling. You don't have to earn it. It was given to you. Do not question it. Just go with the flow. That's the fun thing about being a follower of Jesus. It's all about going with the flow. It's all about living in the present moment. It is a roller coaster ride of free gifts. And God is throwing free gifts at us left and right all day long, and we are just batting them away with a baseball bat of, I don't deserve, as we sit on our pity pot. You've got to get off the pity pot of fat. And when my husband would not go on the pity pot with me, it woke me up because it was one path that had a big road sign that said road closed. Nope, sorry, Courtney, you can't go down this road. And one reason why I love Jason so much, he accepts me no matter what size I am. And sometimes I ask myself, well, if I was this size when we met, would he have fallen in love with me? You know, we will do anything to beat ourselves up. Why do I even ask myself that question? I wasn't this size when we met. Who cares? But I have to beat myself up. I have to look for trouble rather than look for Jesus. It doesn't matter if I was this size, because I wasn't. So why am I trying to create some alternate reality? I'm this size now, and Jason loves me, and that's what matters. So I couldn't go down that road. All right, so now my best friend, I can't get him on the pity pot. I can't get my children on the pity pot because they're too young, number one. Number two, I don't want them to know that I am such a self-obsessed weirdo about my body and my weight. I certainly don't want my sons to know about women's bodies and how crazy we can be about them. So I can't go down that road. My mother is sick of hearing about it. I've got nowhere else to turn. I'm pretty much pressed into a corner. And the decision is this. Either I get off the pity pot and start opening myself up more to God, or I sit on the pity pot alone and keep going like a hamster on a wheel over and over and over again. And so finally I said, I got to get off. This is my body today. And I have to start seeing it as beautiful because I'm living in this body. It's not going anywhere. I have to accept it. Not only that, but I have to start loving it because it's me, it's who I am. And I want to love myself. I'm 38 years old. I deserve to love myself. So I had to start thinking of things that made me love myself. You girls gotta do the same thing. What do you love about yourself? Think about it. 
I mean, for me, I knew things that set me off, so I decided to stop doing them. Looking in the shower was difficult for me, or I should say looking at myself in the mirror while I'm getting into the shower. So I just didn't do it. I didn't beat myself up over it. I, you know, before I would get into the shower and I'd want to look at myself and then I'd be like, oh no, you're so fat. Don't look at yourself in the mirror. And then it was like, you know, instead of talking to myself, I talked to God. And I said, God, I'm not really there yet, comfort wise. I'd rather not look at myself while I get into the shower. And God was like, okay, cool. We're just taking a shower. No biggie. And that was that. Got into the shower, got out of the shower. Didn't look at myself when I got out of the shower either. But I didn't berate myself. I didn't say, oh, you're such a loser. You're so fat. You can't even look at yourself in the mirror. Which is what I would say to myself before. I stopped talking to myself and I started the conversation with God. And that was a huge change. That made a huge difference because I took the attention off of me and I put it back on Jesus. It wasn't about me and my body. It was about me healing through God. God became like my nursemaid. You know, like when you're so, so sick in the hospital, these people who are so ill and they, they can't walk around without someone helping them get up out of bed. They can't use the bathroom by themselves. They're completely reliant on a nurse for everything, to feed them, clothe them, bathe them. This is who God has become to me. He is my nursemaid through my body acceptance. I don't get dressed in front of the mirror anymore. I have found it to be too challenging right now. There was a time where I could, and I'd look at myself, and I'd be like, okay, this is cool. I'm starting to, like, accept what I see, but right now I'm not there. Today I am not there. It's not like forever I'll never look at myself in the mirror again. That's my dog in the background. I take it day by day because that's where Jesus meets us. It's always in the present moment. Always in the present moment. I don't know the exact verse of this scripture, but when Jesus is about to baptize John, you know, John says to Jesus, all right, I need you to baptize me. Um, you know, what do I do? Are you going to come to me or, or how is this going to work? Should I, you know, you want to meet up somewhere? And Jesus is like, no, we need to do this right now in order to fulfill the righteousness. And I just love that so much because that is so how Jesus works. He's like, cornbread, shh. He's like, everything is so in the moment. He doesn't wait. He's not like, all right, I'll get the 5,000, you know, fish later to feed all these people. Or John, uh, you know, we'll walk on water at two o'clock this afternoon. Everything is in the moment. And he's like, no, we need to baptize you right now. This is happening right now in order to fulfill the righteousness. So I try to be in the present moment. 
to fulfill the righteousness of God because that's where it meets with me. So I say to myself, in this present moment, I'm not comfortable looking in that mirror. And I say it to God. And God's like, that's fine. And I get dressed with my back turned to the mirror. It's not done out of shame. It's not done out of guilt. And this is the important thing you guys need to recognize. I've accepted that I am uncomfortable with aspects of my weight right now. I've accepted I am uncomfortable with parts of my body right now. I've accepted it without feeling shamed or guilty about it. And I think that that is because I've let God in on the secret. I'm not hiding it from him. I'm not trying to control the situation any longer. It's not like, oh, well, I'll just lose 10 pounds and then I'll start talking to God about my body when I feel a little bit better about it. I've let it go. I've admitted that I'm uncomfortable in this body right now. But that I understand through God's grace, I can learn to live with it. And I'm willing to do that with God. And there's a difference between that point of view and telling God I'm uncomfortable in this body and then immediately saying, and I'm going to change it. Do you understand the difference? Because what I'm saying is I'm uncomfortable in this body, but I accept that this may be my body moving forward versus I'm uncomfortable in this body and I'll talk to you about it, but I'm going to change this body. See how it knocks God out of the picture? It tries to, I keep trying to bring the control back to me. When we try to bring the control back to ourselves, what we're doing is we're kicking off that peace blessing. We're kicking away the joy blessing. It's like, no, I'd rather just have control than take that blessing because I don't trust that blessing you have. When we kick away those blessings, when we keep trying to have the control for ourselves, there's turmoil. There's friction there because we're going against God's will for us. And when there's friction, there's guilt, there's shame. And so we're still carrying guilt and shame around our body. And so we can't truly accept it. And so we're actually lying to God that we accept it. True acceptance is handing the control over to God. It's not saying, okay, I can deal with this for the next 15 minutes. It's saying you're in control. You can be uncomfortable and accept something. As long as you recognize you're not trying to control it. 
there's going to be discomfort as you take this journey towards body healing and ending food obsession because it means you are not in control anymore. And that is so scary. It's why we love dieting because dieting is all about us being in control. If you're a control freak, I guarantee you love dieting. If you're someone who feels like you need to control other people, you need to control this in your life, your work life, blah, 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 blah. Dieting appeals to you. I do not like not knowing how things are going to turn out. I do not like not knowing how things are going to end up. I'm always making a plan in my mind. I'm always trying to figure out how it's going to end. How am I going to fix it? I don't like things all of a sudden showing up that I didn't expect. I will sit there and formulate a way to bring it all together again. I will obsess over it. That's the kind of person I am. So to give over my control to the Lord is very difficult. It's a challenge. But I can tell you, it becomes easier the more you talk to him, the more you let him in. The peace will come, and then it will be easier to give more over to him. So this is just kind of like what it's looking like for me right now. I want to share this with you girls. I want you to see where I'm at now in the new body, trying to work through my own acceptance of it. Um, I want you to get a picture of how I'm taking my ownership of it with God as my guide and acceptance is number one and the way I'm getting the acceptance is by making God my nursemaid he's eating with me he's getting dressed with me he's going to the bathroom with me <laughs> He's taking showers with me. He's in the car with me. He's literally taking care of me 100%. I have thoughts. I definitely have thoughts about weight loss. I've stopped taking this medicine because my doctors and I have decided that I don't need it anymore. And it was so funny because I stopped taking it not too long ago, the first time, and there was like a mix-up in something and we decided, oh, well, maybe I do need it again. And the first time I stopped taking it, my real drive for not taking it was to lose weight. And when I stopped taking it, I just, 
couldn't wait to start losing weight. And I was like counting down, you know, the days like, okay, how long? I even Googled like, how long does it take for it to get out of your system? And this time I had so much more peace about it. I didn't even really care about the aspect of the weight loss. I was like, uh, oh, it'll come if it comes. If it doesn't come, I think I'm going to be okay. Huge difference. Huge. Because I'm the same Courtney this weight that I was the previous weight. I have to find myself lovable at any weight. And it's insane that it's such a challenge. But it is. When you don't believe that you're worth something, when you find all your value for yourself wrapped up in a certain look, it's so disappointing to God. A challenge for you might be to think about, you know, as we work towards getting our eyes off of ourselves and more on God and questioning, well, how do I do that? You know, I've always wondered, how do you do that? You know, like I know I'm supposed to do it, but how do I do it? And I've told you, you know, letting him in in every area of your life. But also like think of the ways That you're hurting God. Be honest about that, you know? It hurts to think about it, but you have to be truthful. You can't cover these things up with like pretty little wrapping paper and act as though it's not happening. I told you, like comparing yourself to somebody else, that is hurting God. Making judgments on your body, that is hurting God. Not loving yourself is hurting God. He sees you as something so precious and amazing. And he wants you to see yourself that same way. You deserve to see yourself that same way. If there's anything I could tell you that I want for you, It is for you to be brave enough to take the peace and the joy that you already have every single day and just sit with it. I don't care if you only feel brave enough to do it for a minute, but when those self-harming thoughts start coming in, when Satan starts getting into your mind and telling you that you're fat and you're ugly and you're unworthy. Nobody loves you. 
You're never going to be anything. Your jeans are too tight. You've gained too much weight. You don't deserve something. Whatever it is that you hear him saying to you. If you can just kick him to the curb for one minute and grab hold of that peace and that joy and remember who you are. Loved, saved, beautiful, amazing, powerful. You can empower yourself for one minute. Even though it feels uncomfortable and scary, just sit with that. Stay in that present moment with those blessings, with those gifts. Envision them as presents in your hand. Learn to get comfortable with being powerful. Because I'm telling you right now, all the years that you have been dieting have been stealing your comfort with power. And you have been searching for it in the wrong thing. You have been searching for your power in your body. And you're not going to get it there. The only place you're going to get it is from God. So you need to start getting comfortable with getting it from God. Let's pray. Lord, all we want is to represent you out there in the world. All we want is to show other women that they can be sizes of all sorts and they're still beautiful because they're yours. We want to be strong. We want to be powerful. We want our light to shine as bright as you can possibly make it. And we cannot do that when we are judging ourselves, hating ourselves, insecure, unsure shells of ourselves. We pray, Lord, that you would give us your blessing, shine down your wisdom and your grace Shine down your love upon us. Show us how to be stewards of what it means to truly be a daughter of you, Lord. How can we present ourselves to the world in a manner that really represents you, God? We don't want our bodies to be our leaders anymore. We don't want what we eat to take precedence over who we follow anymore, God. Give us wisdom. Give us patience. Give us energy to keep fighting this battle. Help us to invite you into our everyday, to keep ourselves in the present moment. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. for tuning in to feed your faith i had so much fun with you today and i really hope that you got something out of the podcast please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast that way you will never miss an episode and also if you're interested i run an amazing facebook group um christian women's food freedom through faith 
go to uh, Facebook and just put in, you know, Facebook slash Courtney Koplik and you will come across it. Definitely check that out. And don't forget to, to sign up for my free seven-day devotional, Seven Steps to Food Freedom Through Faith, that you can get over at my website, www.courtneykopek.com. Have a blessed day. Thank you.